Welcome to Binge Breakthrough, the podcast designed to help you finally break through the barriers that keep you stuck feeling out of control around food. I'm Master Certified Coach Jane Pilger, and I want you to know that no matter how long you've been struggling or what you've tried, food freedom is possible, and I'm here to show you how. After years of therapy, eating disorders treatment, restrictive diets, and reading all the books, I was still stuck in the on-again, off-again cycle of restricting and binging until I was able to see it all from a new perspective that changed everything. Each week, I will share the strategies, tools, and mindset that allowed me to overcome my decades-long battle with binge eating. Your journey to body trust starts now. Let's dive in. Hello, trusted listener. Welcome to Binge Breakthrough. I consider you a trusted listener because I trust that no matter where you are, when you are listening to this, that you are listening to this in the timing that is just right for you to get what you need from this episode. I trust that you will be guided to your own insights, awareness, maybe even your own breakthrough today as you listen. So I'm excited to talk about this topic because it's a question that I get often. And the question is, can I stop binge eating by myself? Can I do this without help, without outside support? And my answer, this may not be ideally what you want to hear, but my answer is it depends. Now, many people will seek out support, but all support doesn't necessarily work. And the reason for this is is varied. Uh, Maybe the person just isn't ready. So a person could seek support, but if they aren't ready, either physically or emotionally, no matter what that support is, it just might not land right for them. Uh, The support itself may not be the type of support that is going to create that lasting result. So I see this sometimes when the approach is really focused on the food itself. So maybe it's, you know, kind of eat this, don't eat that, don't eat these certain types of foods, don't eat uh, these certain times, uh, really kind of more focusing on the action of the eating itself rather than what is happening beneath. So underneath is really so many of the things that we talked about in the previous series with the eight reasons why you binge and the solutions for each each of those. A lot of those solutions are kind of what I refer to there as the what is happening underneath. There may be unhealed trauma that is um, that kind of is preventing somebody from being able to get the not get the support that they need, but if the support that they are seeking out, if there is unhealed trauma there, sometimes that trauma will essentially kind of block the ability for that support to work until the trauma is able to be addressed and healed, then some of the other modalities uh, can work there. It's also possible that the approach that a person is trying to use isn't the right fit for them. 
And I say this because there is no one-size-fits-all approach to ending binge eating. There is no one answer that will work for everyone. But I do believe that everyone would benefit from outside support to help them see what they can't see themselves. So every single one of us has blind spots. We all have things about ourselves that we literally can't see. And especially when it comes to binge eating, I love to use the analogy of a bottle of vitamins. So you are essentially uh, vitamins. You are vitamins literally within, you are living inside your own bottle. You can't see the ingredients. You All you see is the bottle. You see yourself, you are in the bottle. You can see kind of what's going on, but you can't see the label on the outside of the bottle, which tells you the ingredients. What are these vitamins made of? Now me, I can come in and I can come and see this from a different perspective. I have seen a lot of bottles of vitamins. I can generally read the label. I can read your label and understand what ingredients are there and what ingredients are leading to your particular patterns with food. So I can say, oh, yes, okay, I can see you've got this, 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 and this. This makes sense. This is kind of what is uh, what you are kind of made of in terms of your ingredients that lead to you as that particular vitamin. And so when I can see that, I can see those ingredients, then I can help you understand them. I can help you read your own label. And then once you can understand what your ingredients are, then you can see it in a new way. So it's not, then it doesn't become just about this terrible, awful thing that I do with food. It's like, oh, yes, this makes sense. So I love this quote from Albert Einstein, and it basically says, you can't solve a problem with the same mind that created it. And so what this means is that your mind has to shift in order to solve the problem. So the mind that created this problem with food has to shift in some way. Otherwise, it's going to keep recreating the same pattern, which is why sometimes without support, we're literally going to be stuck because the same mind that created the problem with food is trying to solve the problem with food. So this is why having that outside perspective really helps. Now, you may not have consciously created the problem with food. So I'm not trying to say that this is your fault. Your subconscious mind did, often for very good reason. There is a very good reason why your patterns and your behaviors with food started, and there's a very good reason why they have continued. But what happens is that until you are able to create some new awareness about what's going on, about this patterns, about the, your own ingredients in your vitamins, 
creating this new awareness is what allows the subconscious to begin to let go. And you start this process of reestablishing new neural pathways. And so until you do this, create the new awareness, reestablish some new neural pathways, allowing these old subconscious patterns and ideas, allowing them to kind of loosen and let go. Until you do that, it's very unlikely that you are going to stop by yourself. Now, just reading a book isn't enough. And just listening to a podcast isn't enough. Have you ever had the experience where you read a book, you listen to a podcast, and you think, oh, that's so amazing. That makes so much sense. And then you just go right back several days later to your old patterns. It's because we have these patterns. The subconscious is so ingrained that a lot of times just reading something, just taking in new information isn't going to be enough to create that long-term change. Now, focusing on the food, what to eat, what not to eat, when to eat, how much to eat, which is what many of us naturally want to do, that also isn't enough. And in fact, it usually makes the problem worse. So what we need to do is we need to go underneath the hood and figure out what is causing these patterns to begin with. I like to see binging as kind of your lights on the dashboard. It's telling us that something is going on. There is something here that we need to look at that we need to address. But it's not the the binging itself that we need to address. It's what is causing this light to come on in the first place? We want to go under the hood. Now, does this mean that we have to go under the hood and you have to resolve all of your underlying issues and stuff before you can stop binging? No, definitely not, which is great news. But you do need to create new neural pathways in your brain, new associations. And this happens with a new awareness, new perspective, and new understanding of yourself. It's when you can actually read the ingredients on the label. When you have this new perspective, when you can see what your ingredients are, often for the first time, then you can stop fighting against yourself and you can learn how to begin to work with yourself. So think about this. Doesn't it feel like you are constantly fighting with the part of you that binges? Kind of like there's this two parts, that there's this internal conflict between the part of you that wants to be healthier, that wants to not be obsessed with food all of the time, and then the part of you that feels like you might come out of your skin if you don't eat, the part of you that wants to just dive into all of the food. It's like this internal conflict. We need to stop this internal battle. And it is unlikely that you will be able to stop this battle on your own. Now, there are lots of resources out there. There are great podcasts, books, programs. Some of 
these podcasts, books, and programs are amazing. And some of them, frankly, lead to more disordered eating. But even those programs, the great ones, don't work if you don't apply them. Now, I would venture to say it's unlikely that someone overcomes binge eating without some sort of external support. This may be in the form of a book, a podcast, or a program, but that person would have to consume the content, really understand it, and consistently be able to apply it in a way that worked for them long-term while also working with their subconscious that's going to want to go back to those old patterns before the new ones are created. It is possible. But one thing that's really challenging for a lot of people who try to do this on their own is that they see any binging at all as a failure. So you might think, okay, if I binged, I failed. If I don't binge, then I succeeded. Very black and white approach. And a lot of these approaches rely on willpower. This is another challenge. Here's the thing I want you all to know. On the road to unwinding your binge eating, you will binge sometimes. And if you see the existence of a binge as evidence of failure, you are likely going to just stop right away and just decide that what you're doing isn't working. But what if it is? What if you just don't know what to look for regarding the evidence of new patterns and new neural connections forming, even with the existence of a binge? Ending binge eating for most people is not a matter of flipping a switch or simply declaring, I will never binge again. It's a process. It's an unwinding. And if you can't see that it is actually starting to unwind, even if you are still having some patterns around binging or feeling out of control sometimes with food, you just might be giving up right before those major shifts are starting to happen. Now, it's also possible that what you are doing is leading to more binging and it isn't leading to new neural pathways and connections that will eventually unwind the pattern. You might be reinforcing it or even enhancing it. A supportive professional can help you assess this and determine if you are on a path that is likely to lead to more or less disorder in your eating. This is not likely something you would be able to, on your own, just look at and figure out. The truth is, everyone's journey to the finish line is going to look different. So I like to think about this in reference to a finish line. Let's say you decided to train for a marathon. If you decided you wanted to run a marathon, even a half marathon, in eight weeks, you could make it happen, but it's likely you would not love the process and you just might injure yourself along the way. You also aren't likely to become a runner and someone who wants to continue to train for 
and participate in running races in the future. The same can be true if you try to do some sort of solution for your binge eating that requires a lot of discipline, willpower, white knuckling, and doing things that are very different than what you're doing right now. You might have some success in the short term, but in the long term, your mental and physical health will probably be worse. And it's likely that your patterns around food will return possibly to an even greater extent than before. Now, having support can help you help prevent you from long-term physical or even emotional energy, injury. Just like getting support to run a marathon or a half marathon will help you get to the finish line without injury and enjoying the process. Is it possible to get there without that external support? Yes, but it's unlikely that you would just figure it out all on your own and become a marathoner or a half marathoner. Think about your own journey with food. How many books have you read on this topic? How many podcasts have you listened to? If you're anything like me, the answer is a lot. But if you are listening to this podcast, then you are also like me in that you are not willing to give up. You know there's another way. You know that feeling out of control does not have to be a life sentence. You're looking for answers and you're going to keep looking until you find a solution that works for you. I applaud you for not giving up. Hope is possible. There is another way. If you are listening to this podcast and you're thinking, wow, this all makes so much sense, but you can look and see that you're not actually taking action to apply what you are hearing in these episodes to your life, I want to lovingly challenge you to go back, pick a previous episode, listen to it, and decide what you will start doing to begin to implement these concepts. It is not enough to just listen to a podcast. Listening to a podcast, reading a book will not give you long-term change. And I know that's what you want. It might make you feel like you're doing something about your eating. But if you aren't putting what you are learning into action, you are not on the path towards long-term change. Change is possible. Food freedom is possible. Trusting your body is possible. It all starts with commitment and a relentless pursuit to understand yourself and work with yourself. A willingness to stop that internal fight and to see yourself and treat yourself in a whole new way. And sometimes this does take extra support, but I promise you, you are worth it. The results are worth it. Can you even begin to imagine 
what life might be like if you weren't constantly beating yourself up and consumed with thoughts about food all day and night? What if you had someone who could help you understand why all of this makes sense? Someone who could support you through this process and make sure you are on the path toward long-term change and true rewiring of your neural pathways. One other thing that's really important to remember is that healing takes place in relationship. That's simply how we are wired as human beings. We do not heal on our own and in solitude. So if you are going through this battle with binge eating on your own without someone to witness your struggle, it is unlikely that you will be able to change and heal long term. We all need to be witnessed. There is so much power in just talking to someone else about your struggles, particularly someone who understands. This was so powerful for me in all of my journey. I had times where I talked to nobody. And in that, I was very much keeping myself stuck, keeping myself in the pattern. But I had so much shame, I refused to talk to anybody. Then I sought out professional support. I was able to talk with somebody who got it, who understood. Then when I started telling my husband He didn't really understand, but what he did was he met me with compassion and with love and with kindness. There's so much power in this and in really finding someone that you can talk to who understands, who can witness you, who knows how to meet you, who knows how to help you see that it makes sense. And each time, for me in my journey, that I was able to share my struggles with somebody else and to make sense of it, a level of healing occurred. And as I began to fill in the other missing pieces of safety and trust, while also maintaining that new connection with myself and with my external support, everything shifted in such a powerful and meaningful way. So my encouragement with this episode is for you to seek support. Whether it's from me or from someone else, I trust that your body will guide you to the right solution and to the right support for you. I want you to think about what might be different if you were able to get the support that you need around this topic? What else might you do with this one precious life that you have to live? There is a reason why you do what you do with food. Understand it. Develop connection, safety, and trust, and your life will never be the same. I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Binge Breakthrough. If you would like a personal guide to walk you through the eight solutions to end binge eating so that you can customize them for yourself and your unique situation, you have to join me for the Binge Breakthrough Blueprint. 
After just eight weeks together, you will have a completely new relationship with yourself and with food. Find out more at bingebreakthrough.com forward slash blueprint.